Hey, ho, what do you know? It's time for the Matt Dean Clark Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast that critics are calling. If you like this show, you're lying to yourself. Cool. All right. Another positive review. Thanks for checking it out. And uh, thank you for another week. We are, um, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, it's recorded live to to, to digital, <laughs> not to tape. Today, Junior. To, to, today. But you're also, you have the option. You could be potentially watching us live on Twitch which we're doing right now. And uh, with me, as always, is our wonderful, beautiful co-host, Mr. Brett Saxon. Hello, folks. Hello. And Clark Wilson. Hello. Hello. How are you gentlemen today? Good. Good. I've, got, I've got a strange urge to stare into a light. <laughs> yes. Oh, you might notice this, too, if you're watching on <laughs> Twitch. We have upgraded a little bit. Instead of using the four desk lamps that we used last <laughs> week, we are using actual ring lights, as like the professionals, Twitchers, do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. So then you can see us with accuracy and be like, ugh, no Did thanks. you almost accidentally order a ring doorbell? Yeah, that was the first thing. Yeah, we were ordered a round of ring doorbells. Uh, but uh, but listen, you live and you learn. That's uh, that's how you do it. Anyways, welcome to the show. We're going to start with uh, entertainment news and comic books. So that'll be the first. Uh, You're just lumping them together. Yeah, yeah. I tried to figure out a way to put the just comic sneak books it in. It's like uh, like little kids trying to get them to eat their vegetables. You just sneak it in. That's what it is. Well, I found that every week I would just want to get the comic book reviews in, and I would just forget week after week. And so this, if I put it, lump it in to an already, you know, set topic yeah and i might remember it more so but i could still not i could still forget it by the end of the segment um <laughs> but let's start with some entertainment news now have you guys this has happened a lot with the me too movement but do you guys have a favorite celebrity that you were bummed <laughs> to have heard about that like like oh yeah it turns out they're a total dirtbag Oh man! Mm. Besides all of them, yeah, there's yeah. yeah. <laughs> but was there one in particular that you're like, oh, that sucks? I really didn't think that that person was going to be total trash. Well, wait, didn't think because I I figured this person was total trash, but Louis C.K. Okay, well, you just didn't know how much trash yeah. he was. Yeah. Well, this guy came out this week that was uh, kind of a bummer. F. Murray Abraham apparently um, had How's to exit. Does that sound familiar? Who's that? Uh, you yeah. should you should look him up. You've definitely seen him in a bunch of stuff. Um, and he was in the last season of White Lotus, the most recent Didn't watch season. it. Oh. Um, he was also in Mythic Quest, and that's what he had to leave, apparently. He had to leave that show. Um, it was announced that he would not be returning. Oh, okay. Um, I recognize this guy. Yep. He wouldn't be returning to season three. Um, and apparently there was allegations of misconduct on set. And so um, that's the show with uh, Rob McElhenney, his other show that he does besides uh yeah they're Sunny. like ga gaming developers oh. yeah. or whatever yep i've never seen it but i've heard good things oh, i've been meaning to watch that yeah, yeah me too okay um but yeah so he apparently is no longer involved with the show and uh, the show said we take allegations of misconduct seriously and investigate them thoroughly as a matter of corporate policy we do not discuss our personal actions so it's unclear what he actually did uh to get kicked out um but it was multiple times and he issued an apology today that he said this is a sincere and deeply felt apology though never my intention to offend anyone i told jokes nothing more that upset some of my colleagues and as a result i lost a great job with wonderful people 
So there you go. F. Murray Abraham is a... F in the chat, Murray Abraham. Yeah, he's a total piece of trash. Uh, So there you go with that. And then uh, also the other big entertainment news was... So Netflix is trying to get into live streaming, kind of like we're live streaming right now. And as with live streaming, and we noticed this, we had a couple hiccups, quite a few hiccups. Uh, And Netflix had a huge hiccup on Sunday night with their big show which was Love is Blind. They were doing a Love is Blind reunion special. Uh, and what is that season. show? It's like a reality dating competition show where, and actually they're shooting the- They're all blind? Uh, no, they're not all oh, blind. what a lie. You're right, yeah, false, uh, false advertising. But what they do is you're in pods and you can't see the person. And then they interchange the people and you go on these dates where you can only hear the voice and you just talk. Um, and they're actually shooting, they, I saw that they were doing hosting, um, casting calls for people in Minneapolis. So I think they're doing the next season in oh, Minneapolis, wow. potentially, at least part of it. Okay. Love so, is still blind. Love is still blind. But so uh, it started with they couldn't get the live stream to work, and then um, you know it went from five minutes to 10 minutes to 15 minutes, and I kept issuing out uh, one of their tweets was, love is late, and saying that love will be, the, the show Love is Blind will be on soon, but it never did, and they ended up, they had so much issues with it, they decided to cancel the live stream and just record the actual event and put that on later. Yes, that's a that's a bummer. And I don't get that because does it even matter that it's live? No, I don't think so. But I think they think like somebody's gonna pop a titty or like drop trow or what? Anything could happen. Fingers crossed, right? (laughs) But um, you know what was weird is like how did the Chris Rock one go so flawlessly and then less people probably watch that. I doubt it. Chris Rock one? Yeah, um, people like that. Chris Rock one? That dating. TV crap. Yeah, I feel like it was more people watch Chris Rock than the Love is Blind, I think. That was on Netflix, too? A nice yeah. live stream? Oh, interesting. Maybe it was a location issue, or... Yeah, it had, uh, had to have been something like that, right? Yeah. Maybe the technician was blind. There you go. Good point. Clark Wilson with Everybody's a great point. Uh, right. So, everyone is blind. Uh, so, uh, really quick, now we're going to get to the comic book. So, uh these are uh, two new comic books this week that I can highly recommend that you guys should check out. Hopefully one of them's Daredevil to fit in with the blind theme. Oh, that would have been. God. Yeah, I wish I was deaf and blind for this <laughs> section. <pretty sad>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, you got to sit through it. But instead of being blind, being silent is the name of this one. Let me this see is, it. Can you hold it uh, to, to the right? Go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so this is uh, Silent Tales by Gustavo Duarte. Ooh. And it's uh, six short stories. He is an artist that uh, um, that's his whole thing is silent uh, comics. So no word bubbles. He just tells a story through the visuals. And there's uh, six short stories in there that do that. And it's pretty cool. Um, I highly recommend it, especially there's been times when I, this I'm going to nerd out as I always do. But there's some comic books I read that it gets too wordy. And I'm just like, ah, just, you know, hit me with some more visuals. This is nice because it's a pretty quick read. And there's time. Well, it's not a read at all. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. like let it, let the visuals go all over you. Pretty and quick look. Yeah, yeah look a quick look. But you know, it's funny because he is a trying glance. to tell. He's trying to tell a full story. So there's times when I was like, uh, I'm finding loopholes, and I'm like, uh, I gotta not worry that much about it. <laughs> this is a comic book. Who cares? Uh, but another uh, great comic book that I highly recommend is one called Terror War. This is written by, I'm going to um, totally not get these names right, but Saladin Ahmed. Um, pencils by Dave Acosta. Inks by Jay Lyston. And colors by Walter Perea. Mm. Uh, but right here, so this is the Terror War. Um, I've, been, cool. I've been reading a lot of post-apocalyptic, 
post-apocalyptic, easy for me to say, uh, comic books. But this one's pretty sweet where it's uh, in the far, far future. And basically, we can all be capable of creating these terrors, which is our um, worst fears that we've had that manifest themselves into this, some weird, um, mo- monstrous creation Mm. and then there's these people that fight them and they go around and try to uh destroy these terrors and so it's pretty cool uh interesting idea um worth checking out this is a number one so who knows it could be uh could be a big you just touched it without gloves on that's all right i sneezed on it earlier All right, from there, let's go to some, let's see, what should we do next? Let's do, oh, let's do everyone's favorite segment of the week, and that is the advice segment. So oh, my God. Yeah, this is Brett's favorite. Brett, why do you love this one so much? I don't love this one. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the advice segment. So if you have any advice, comments, questions, or concerns, feel free to reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That's notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. And we will answer your question on a future podcast. So first off, let's start with, um, this is, oh, you know, this one. We want to know which of these two friends are taking the friendship too lightly. A friend gave another friend a lamp years ago, gave them a lamp, right? And then just recently asked for it back. (laughs) And now the whole friendship is up in arms and in turmoil. Um, Brett. Yeah. You've done this. You've asked for a gift back. <laughs> yeah. no, or have, you, have you done No, it? I haven't. No. Oh, okay. Now, let's say you gave a gift that you felt like was heartfelt right. in the moment, and then somebody gave it back. Was it a Years gift ago. like, I, ha- I bought this lamp from Target. It didn't work out in my house anymore. I gave it to you or Clark. Yeah, or is this yours. like a family heirloom that, yeah, or something? Or is it like a Christmas gift? Well, yes, it or was a birthday gift. We need more context. It yeah. was, it As was, per usual. it wasn't a hand me down like that. And unfortunately, and yeah. was it a lava lamp? It was just a lava lamp. Yeah. No, it was just a flashlight. Well, no, uh, uh, <laughs> but kind of light? Uh, a flashlight. Okay. Uh, but, um, no, actually this was, you know, just a Christmas gift, um, that they were given to. So it didn't have sentimental value, but it did have value in the sense that this person, thought, I think this person would like this lamp, so I'm going to give that, gift that to them. Yeah. So that's the special meaning right there. Gives it to them, and then they forget about it, whatever, go about their daily business, and then years later, hey, can I have that back? Well, what if they're not using it? What if it's just sitting in like a closet in the box? That's true, but this person was using it on, on, the, <laughs> on the daily. <laughs> Bless you. And cut. Um, yeah, that's a weird thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah, if it's just like there in their living room. Yeah, that's a weird thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> you make a soundboard? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I would be, you know, do you think it's ever right for someone to ask for a gift back? I did I it to Brett once. Yeah. <laughs> you did? Well, yeah, I uh, found this old Woolrich uh, shirt jacket and I gave it to Brett because it didn't fit me. Mm-hmm. And then he never wore it. And then I lost a bunch of weight and I asked him for it back. Okay. Yeah, that's true. 
He did wrap it up. It was Christmas time, and it was a Christmas present. Here's your birthday present or Christmas present, one of the two. Sure, just slump them together. Because he was yeah. chain smoking at the time. That's why it sounded That's like that. That's why it sounded like, yeah. Here you go, kid. And he, and he suddenly developed a New York accent. Yeah. And how did you feel, Brett, in that situation? I was hurt. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I specifically remember him saying, I don't know where it is. I, mean, I might have given it to Goodwill. We're like, that was a direct quote. Yeah, I mean, I could see, like, for that, that makes sense. Or maybe if you forgot that it had some kind of sentimental value. And, like, all of a sudden you're just like, oh, It did yeah, to me, yeah. But it didn't at the time because I couldn't fit into it. I've more had, you know, not issues with, like, giving things and taking them back. But I have, when I've borrowed stuff, I've had the worst luck. I remember when I was a kid, I was very, like, you know, much a collector. Still yeah. am with a bunch of stuff. Comics, obviously. <laughs> but, like... Toenails. Uh, toenails, yeah. <laughs> I collect your guys' toenails <laughs> when you're sleeping. Um, but I remember uh, I would give people, like, I just remember specifically, um, we might have mentioned this before, Eric McPhee. Yeah. He was asking Whoa, for... Oh, dropping first and last? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shame. Not cool, for not shame. cool. Uh, but he... Uh, um, no, Eric uh, Saxon is what I meant. Different name. Uh, but uh, this guy, you know, he was asking me for this Doors book that I had. It was one of my favorite books. It was oh, right, written yeah. by John Densmore, the drummer of the Doors. So I was okay. like, it was in good condition. I didn't want to give it out. And I did. And I was just like, well, you know, just take care of it. And um, then I didn't get it back for a week, then a couple of weeks. And I'm like, hey, can I get my book back? And yeah. and this was, you know, sixth grade, just wanted, wanted my book back. And no, nothing. You know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get that back to you. I'll get that back to you. And then uh, finally he does. And the book cover's all bent. Um, pages are ripped out or crumpled. Wow. <laughs> like it was like he just would got home what and the just hell like they do with just it? threw it against oh. the wall instead of read it. You must have really loved the Doors. Yeah, I was a big fan. Yeah, I, I had a Doors phase. I feel like we all have a Doors phase, and then we find out what real mu- music is later. <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Got him. No, Doors are great. Doors are great. Yeah. All right, Windows better, but <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of Windows. <laughs> Too bad we can't cut that one out of Sun the live roof. show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from there, let's go to the checking in segment. Uh, what have you guys gotten into um, over the weekend? You guys getting into anything crazy or um, over the week, rather? I went to a, a restaurant. I won't say the name of this one because, and we might fight mm. on this one a little bit. because I think, have, have I been to it? Do you know if I've been to it? I don't know if you have. Uh, well, but this, say it just so. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of my favorite restaurants, and I love going to this place. And Rhyme it with something. Yeah. Um, Lapple D's. Sure. Uh, um, but so went to this restaurant and um, I got a, a prime rib, right? And I ordered it medium rare. And this is the first time that they've done this, but they told me uh, that the chef can't do it medium rare. Huh. Which I didn't. And prime I, rib? And I wanted to ask you, is there? do you think there would ever be a reason why? Uh no, because I even was, I even Google it. it was, I, I don't even know why you would want to serve someone well done prime rare. Yeah, right. That's the, usually how you do it is medium rare, right? Yeah, rare, rare, medium rare. Um, so I thought that was weird, but I was like, okay. And then so I had a I ordered the filet, the filet Megan, and uh, 
and yep. that's that's what we call it, right? That's how Mignon. Yeah. And then uh, she goes, okay. And then she goes, and I just happened to notice this. I looked at the items before really quickly, and I was really paying attention to the add-ons. And she goes, um, when I changed my order to the Follette Megnon, um, she says, uh, she goes, okay, cool. Would you like a blue cheese glaze with that? Would you like a blue cheese glaze with that? And I already knew from looking at the menu that it was four bucks extra. Yeah, because oh. you've had this situation before. I've had this situation ever before. And it burned me in the past where they were like, hey, would you like some onions? I love some onions. And it's eight bucks. Yeah. And so this one, um, I, I just said to her, oh, yeah, it's only four bucks, right? Like, like I, I knew already the total of dick. it. Wow. <laughs> Not in a bad way. But she was like, she was definitely very surprised because she probably just... Didn't know why it was so specific <laughs> on it. You're, you're paying yeah. like $50 for <laughs> yeah. a filet mignon, and you're like, hold the phone. Yeah. Four more dollars for well, some blue cheese glaze. Well, and it's definitely not the price, but it's more the fact that I feel like they, they she offered are, it to you yeah. as yeah. A, sounding it was complimentary. Exactly. Hey, would you like this? It's it almost up, should it's be. It's an upsell. It's an upsell. Yeah. Right. But upsell. I mean, you're you're spending north of $40, $50 on a piece of meat. Why can't they just throw in Did, some blue cheese crumbles? Right. Did yeah, you exactly. tell her this whole story then to her when she was caught off guard about you calling her out on the price? Were you like, I, I've been burned before and like this happened? Why no, do you even no. need that? Just put a knob of butter on there. That's... A it's knob of butter. Knob. Well, okay. <laughs> a doorknob of butter? Knob of butter. Oh, oh knob. <laughs> I'd prefer the knob of butter, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, that sounds What's a little that better. about? Yeah. Okay, Mr. Fillet Mignon. <laughs> Fla- Flamignon for you uh, uncultured people out there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and no, she was more like, um, she just kind of, she was so surprised, I think, by the exact total. And she was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you did get it? I did get it. Because yeah. uh, I still wanted it, but it was more the idea of like... What did Paige get? One carrot? Uh, yep, she got two carrots. Because you already, you already exceeded your budget for, <laughs> yeah. on your one thing? No, she got... Uh, she did the... What did she do? She did the... I think the salmon. Like you pronounce oh. that that way too. Huh. Um, but yeah, there you go. Um uh, also, let's see what else happened this week. Oh, do you guys ever feel too comfortable in public? I feel like this happens to me. Am I wearing a robe? <laughs> yeah, you could be. <laughs> With nothing underneath? Um, I went down to the... Um, to the uh, Boardwalk? To the boardwalk. No, I went down to go pick up some mail at uh, the mail room in our apartment. Yeah. And I went down and was just kind of feeling, you know, good, like just relaxed, you know, having a good time hanging out. Um, and I was walking down. I was like, I'll just go check my mail. I walked down there and I'm the only one there when I, you know, walk down and I go and, uh, and I just decided to let one rip. You know what I mean? Like, why not? You're in your own place. And yeah, and it's just a big flap. And then I, I look and there's a woman directly behind me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was walking silently. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Silent but deadly. She sidled up next to your fart. Yep. Yeah, that's her fault. If she's sidling up, you're right. Yeah, you're gonna get bombed. Yeah, shame on you. Uh, well, there you go with that. Uh, from there, let's go to, let's see, what should we check out now, ladies and gentlemen? Let's check out a little, let's do a little taste. 
This is the taste segment. Now, this has a little bit of backstory because I think some of our best taste uh, segments that we've had, uh, we just did in the last couple of weeks, and we did as test to see if um, we tested them on Twitch to see how you know everything ran with Twitch and all that, and, <laughs> how, it works. and how it works. Yeah, and uh, and we. Um, very quickly saw that uh, none of those um, segments recorded, <laughs> but that that's okay. That's how you learn, right? Yeah, yeah. And so now we figured, you know, those were actually two of some of our you know most fun taste segments, and we want to share those with you because we can't now uh, with the ones that we recorded or s- tried to record. So right. we're going to kind of do a redo in a way. Um, and one of those things that we did was. A reboot. We talked about, um, we, we love talking about uh, Guinness World Records here on the show. And one of them that we mentioned was a speed drinking German man. He broke an unusual world record when he managed to drink an entire Capri Sun drink pouch in 10.41 seconds. Okay. So we talked about this a couple weeks ago, or last week, and we all mentioned that that seemed a little easy. Right. 10.41 seconds seemed easy. So we tried it and we did not do well <laughs> on it. None of us could beat the 10.41 seconds. Right. One of us did a horrible um, uh, time. We won't say who. We don't need to say the we name. We don't have to person. shame that person, Clark. <laughs> but, uh, but so we are going to now have the option of giving it another go and trying okay. it again. Oh, uh, we forgot to mention that one person also didn't finish their Capri Sun. You didn't. And that's okay <laughs> that you didn't because now you're getting the option to, I do feel like I fully finished it, I but you, know. you feel like there was some I left. I feel over? like it was you. It, it ended up, you never really throw anything away when we're done with our recordings <laughs> and that was thrown away in the garbage. Shots fired. Like, uh, um, well, so a little bit of backstory on this Andre Ortolf, who, holds numerous records for speed eating and drinking, took on the record in the city of Augsburg and successfully broke it with a time of 10.41 seconds, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, The record was originally set in 2021 by a British man, Declan Evans, who drank it in 16.65 seconds, which I think was more around what we got, right? The 16.65? around 18, right? Was it? We didn't even beat the runner-up? Right. Yeah, I think it was. As if we practiced? No, we didn't practice. That's true. Um, These guys have consumed copious amounts of Capri Sun in well, order to break a meaningless record. Well, Brett, true and or we're false? We're just supposed to first try it. Brett, true or false? Did you try the, that this all weekend over the weekend <laughs> <laughs> on the hour every hour? Yeah, I felt. I knew, it. I knew it. I did it with high C though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's the way to do boxes, it. Um, and so the records too for this, the rules rather, the Guinness World Record rules are. The record requires challengers to start with a completely unopened Capri Sun with the time it takes to remove the straw from the plastic sleeve and stab it into the pouch. That's also included in the time. Okay. So. Rules have been established. established. Yes, established. Please don't throw it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's chew it up. Nice. Two. All right, here we go. All right, so there we go. We have the Capri Sun pouches. Now, who wants to go first? Nope. Is there a way to pick who goes first besides We'll just go the, the reverse order from the first time we did it, so you're up, Matt. That's no, a good I, idea. No, I think Brett goes first. Right. No, I'll go first this All right, time. cool. Hold that. Get that timer ready. Okay. 
I think I have a new strategy for the straw since that was the issue for me last time. Oh, but you can't pre-open it. That wasn't the I'm not, issue. I haven't, I haven't. Okay. All right, let me know when you're ready, Brett. All right. I'm going to do a countdown from three, and then I'll go three, two, one, go, and then I go, you go, obviously. Okay. All right, ready? Yep. And three, two, one, go. Oh. All right, so Brett is opening the Capri Sun. He's already got the package off the straw, which is quite a feat ready to do so i'm impressed and he is chug-a-lugging we're at 11 seconds and he's still going still chugging and oh it's getting sounding emptier okay all right we got 20.42 seconds Ooh, slower than last time yes yes that's straw at the beginning man yeah that's, that's what it is that's the all right so i'll write that up. down 20.42 you got that you want me to no i got that 20.42 seconds. Okay, cool. So who is going next, Clark? You or me? I can go next. Okay. You love going last. All right. Let me know when you're ready. That's true. Um, well, can you have it in your hand, or does it need to be... I don't, it'd help if we knew like how they did it. I started with my in my hand. You can have it in okay, your hand. Yeah, in so hand, if you want, then. if you feel more comfortable that way. Yep. Okay. All right. The countdown. And three, two, one, go. All right. Oh, he tried to rip it. Oh, he used it with his teeth. Oh, didn't work. Okay, I'm screwed. All right, straw is unsheathed and in the pouch, and he's chugging. Thirteen seconds. Let's go, Clarky. He's getting close to Brett's. Is that done? Done. That is twenty-two point three four. It's the straw, man. Seconds. Twenty-two. Was that faster or slower than mine? Slower Slower than yours. Wait, what, what? What'd you say? Slower than yours. Slower. Yep. It was slower? <laughs> yes, it was okay. slower. Yeah. Brett clearly needs this. <laughs> um, yeah, so Clark got 22.34. Brett got 20.42. So, What's just, going on over <laughs> I was just scratching my back with a book. <laughs> hope you, Photoshop 5 for everyone. I hope you weren't planning to read that yeah. uh, anytime soon. Not, not. That is a totally relevant Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So who's going to time me on this one? I'll time you. Okay. Unless if Clark wants to. And still, same I rules. I have your phone out. Yep. Three, two, one, go. Yep. Is that what you're going to do? Okay. Let me know. I'm going to start it on go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay. okay. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Oh. I mean, it's the same issue again. Brett has the advantage with this hard desk table that he can slam the wrapper on. Yeah, so uh, I lost this one. Oh, yeah, you're at, uh, yeah, you're not even in yet. I can't. I, yeah, I can't. I can't even get it in yet. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just stop and enjoy it then. Yeah, it's over. No, you got to keep going. This is punishment for making us do this again. This is punished. Oh, how horrible! You had to drink your Capri seconds. Sun and relive your youth. About thirty seconds. Done. Okay, thirty-three point six. Not bad. Not bad. Not good. Not not good. All right. But speaking of of something else that's not good from there, so we'll go that we all three could not (laughs) um, beat the record. But, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll try. Excuse me. Yeah, I got a little burp. All of it out of there. Do what? You reinflate the pouch so then you can get all of it out of there. I remember that trick. Um, But, yeah, so none of us could beat the record, but maybe down the road. We try again. Who knows? But also speaking of not good is another taste that we've tried, which was one of our uh, least favorite. 
Uh, I can only speak for me. For me, it was my least favorite one, and that is the ranch ice cream. And so we're going to try it again. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. And this one's been sitting out for about 20 minutes. (laughs) This has been sitting out for three weeks. Uh, So this is Van Leeuwen's. Mm -hmm. Look at my camera work here. Van Leeuwen and Hidden Valley Ranch collaborated. Does it actually say Van Leeuwen X Hidden Valley Ranch? The hip way of saying? No, it doesn't. It's not hip, I guess. And so we're going to get a little peek at that. I don't know if you can see how green it is, but it has a nice... Yeah, it's got the specks of parsley in it. hint of green. Well, so I looked this Um, up, and there was a uh, reviewer, a food reviewer, who said that... From the New York Times? Yeah. um, Said that it was the smell immediately starts wafting up. And uh, and it's it's one of uh, garlic and onion, and it's not subtle. And I agree. No with shit, that. it's going to be garlic and onion. That's what's in ranch. But but meaning that that's not what you usually get from ice cream. Well, so, of course not. So, yeah, and he's arguing that it's very potent. This is super soft. Oh, so oh it, uh, God, it smells so bad. Yeah, the smell. He's it smells so bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's so awful that you can't escape it. Also, one person on Twitter wrote, whoever created that ranch ice cream deserves jail. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Do you want to get that to you a little further? Oh, gross. Take the biggest scoop, Matt. This is so gross. Brett took a little pansy yeah. scoop. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I took a man-sized oh. scoop. It smells like French onion soup, kind of. Oh, God. That's the next one. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's got it's got the cheese melted on top and all caramelized. All right. Now Three, let's get this over with. Two, one. Yes. Cheers. Mm. You know, it tastes creamy at first. I hate it. And then it oh. hits you, and it's just, ugh. It's I, worse... Every time. Warm, too. It's like, oh. this is, oh, uh, yeah. It's like snot. It tastes like snot. <laughs> oh. I haven't tasted snot in a while. You oh. hand me that towel? We can, or a napkin? We can change that for you tonight. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. If you want a good taste of warm, gross, uh, check out. You better not use this towel for anything other than wiping <laughs> off. <laughs> what else would you use it for? Wiping off. <laughs> uh, ranch ice cream. There you go. There you go with that. <laughs> I'm Jason Voorhees. <laughs> in the, which one was that? Shall we know? <laughs> Third one? Uh, second one. Second one? Okay. All right. Oh, uh, so around the room, one of the things that we like to do here on the show is we like to get, rate things with a good or not good. Uh, what do you guys think for ranch ice cream? Ooh, not good. Burn it in hellfire. Brett, not what do you good. think? Yeah, not good. I don't know why. I was trying to think of ways that you could consume it. Yeah. Like whether it's chicken wings or something. I don't know what you would do. French fries maybe because I have dipped my fries in a Frosty before at Wendy's. Not a sponsor. And I think that's pretty good. I think you should start, everyone who gets this product should start by pouring it into the trash. (laughs) And then uh, walking away quickly. Yeah, then starting that trash on fire. Yes. And then walking away. The trash bag just like melts. (laughs) Yeah. Then eat it. Well, there you go. So that is three around the room. Not good.
Uh, from there, let's go to movies. This is the movie segment of the week. Any movies that you guys have seen uh, this week that you can recommend or recommend people to stay away from? I have not. I've been on a drought a little bit. Oh, movie drought. Yeah. That happens. That I happens. watched a movie. Ooh, let's get into it. I had to make sure I saved the Wikipedia in case I forgot it. Yep. It's called The Night Comes for Us. It's on Netflix. Ooh. And it's an Indonesian one. movie. It's like The Raid, Redemption, and Raid 2. It's uh-huh. like the same actors from those movies. Oh, nice. And yeah, it's like very gory, like kung fu movie. Pretty basic story, though, where it's like a guy who works for like the syndicate or triad is what they call it. Uh-huh. And uh, he gets sick of that life, and they're about to execute a village of people, and there's a girl that's the only left survivor, and they're all about to kill her. And this guy, you know, changes his mind on his life, and he kills everyone else, saves the girl, and then now he's persona non grata, and they are coming after him. Hmm. Is it like nonstop action? Like uh... I wouldn't say nonstop, but yeah, it's like really good at fight scenes, really gory, really interesting, like characters it's almost like a tarantino movie yeah oh, a bunch of different storylines going on all no not like that i mean just like one character has like this piano wire like rope whip thing and she uses mm. it and then like to strangle people or cut off limbs and that kind of reminded me of the girl from kill bill yeah that had mm. her like mace or whatever or the movie that i think of when you say that with the piano wire is uh um i don't know if you saw audition did we ever watch that? No, but I have heard of that. Oh, that's so brutal. She ends up, uh, this guy dates this woman. He holds he holds auditions for what he thinks is the perfect woman and ends up going with this girl who he has no idea is, is a serial killer. And she um, injects him with something that he can like see but can't feel. And she then puts this wire on his foot and just proceeds to saw the foot off. Wow. While he's watching, it was brutal. That reminds me of this other movie. This home, called, this home movie. Yeah, you made? home movie. No, was it called Cherry? It's got L- Ellen Elliot Page or whatever. Hmm. And I want to say, is it that who's that Patrick guy who is? Oh, like, that's a uh, Patrick Wilson. It's called something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is that? And he's like a like. Is he like a pedophile or something? Yeah. And she goes over there, maybe like seduces him. And hard candy. Hard candy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. What the hell is Cherry? I don't know what Cherry is. But yeah, there's a scene where she has him like tied up and like he thinks she's cutting off his balls mm-hmm. and really she's just fucking with him to like torture him mm-hmm. and didn't do anything like anything to him. Right. That's the one part of the movie I remember the most. Yeah. But I know he had like this little safe that he had all these kitty porn in it or something and that's how they get them right mm. yeah that one was crazy but yeah the night nice. comes for us i uh i give it a good there you go well I'll definitely i'll put that on the list i'll check it out if it's netflix um i saw a couple new movies but one movie that i think do you guys have one that would be in your top five that's just like if it's on you got to watch it all the way through and and like it doesn't matter at what point it's on you got to watch the whole thing for me it's this movie uh the conversation uh, from the 70s with uh, Gene Hackman. When is that like on TV? It's, you know, it, it's funny you say that. Showtime's been running it uh, ad nauseum and it's been great. And so, oh, wow. yeah, so I ended up 
first time catching it like halfway through and then I was like, oh, I gotta watch it from the beginning and checking out the whole I mean, thing. Back to the Future and then yeah. I would say Army of Darkness. Like I can't get sick of that. Oh movie. yeah, speaking of that. Time. Yeah, I noticed your hat. I'm not saying it because of that, I'm saying it because it is Army of Darkness. I'll watch that. New uh, New Evil Dead coming out next week. I'm stoked for that one. Or actually I today, you coming out today. To spoil it? You didn't see it. Oh, it's out today? <laughs> it's out today, yeah, but I'll uh, check it out next week and give you the review hot off the presses. Just like uh, Renfield, I did see Renfield. Um, and that mm. is where Nicolas Cage plays uh, Dracula, and um, mm. and it's based it's a based off a story by Robert Kirkman uh, from Walking Dead frame, fame, comic book artist and uh, writer, and uh, really good actually. It's uh, but you have to know that you're going in for something super silly, just dumb. But it's a uh, good old dumb fun, kind of like Blark. Yeah. Blark Industries, that's their slogan, um, which is a great company you guys should check out too if you haven't checked out Blark. Right. But uh, Renfield is, uh, yeah, really good, really well done. And they also do this homage to the original Dracula, which is pretty good, uh, black and white. And they recreate that opening sequence where Dracula and Renfield meet. And it's shot for shot remake. Now, is Renfield a vampire or he's... He's the assistant, vampire. But he's assistant. not a vampire. Um, he turns him, so he ends up being being one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's he's the vampire's familiar. Um, and then also, I checked out um, the Pope's Exorcist. Um, oh, looks and it's good. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that looked pretty good. That looked um, like schlock. I think. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's one of those ones where um, the cast is great and it's fun just hanging out with Russell Crowe for. An hour and a half that's cool but uh it doesn't blow you away so on that i'll give uh, pope's exorcist a not good Ooh. that um, reminded me when i was on netflix mm-hmm. and i went to look up that movie to watch it netflix has a category called 90 minute movies yes yes <laughs> so does criterion channel they have okay. 90 minutes 60 that's minutes. brilliant yeah so if you just don't want to sit down because that movie i watched was like two hours mm. Too long sometimes. Yeah. But conversation, that being said, conversation's over two hours. Is that, I'm and, assuming that's a lot of dialogue? Uh, no. <laughs> There's just no <laughs> dialogue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is, it, the reason why it's called a conversation is because um, Gene Hackman plays this guy who's supposed to eavesdrop with his equipment on a conversation. He oh, gets, like he the gets lies paid. of others? Yep. And he gets paid to do this and he creates this elaborate way to record this conversation in a public setting. Mm. And then what he finds from it is pretty crazy. And then he feels guilty at that having recorded it. He's pretending he just came from a sporting event with one of those big, huge, like megaphones. And he's got bill because this was in the 70s. So the equipment wouldn't be incognito at all. (laughs) Well, there is a guy. There's a guy walking around that's got... That's like the basketball scene. Yeah. Right? Well, like, no, there's no subtlety to that. Yeah. He's just holding it. He's <laughs> yeah. like, couldn't help but overhear your conversation. <laughs> but there's a scene where the guy's walking around and they're recording the conversation. He's got this full-on earpiece. Uh, you can't miss it. And then they spot him. And so that's part of it, like uh, that they're always on the lookout for people recording their conversation. So he's got to be really like suave about it. Mm. But yeah, pretty good. So I'd give that a good and Renfield a good. So there you go. That is movies. For the week.
All right, from there, let's do some random news. This is random news of the week. So random stories that I've scoured the newspapers and online. Uh, one of them actually is one that I saw. And then Clark, you even sent it to the group, which was about uh, somebody from Elk River. Got a little claim yeah. claim to yeah. fame. Elk River Elk. Yes. Uh, Emma Bates of Elk River finished fifth in Monday's Boston Marathon, wow. leading the way among American women. So there you go. Woo. This is one clap. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. give it up. Emma Bates. How often do you hear Elk River in the news? National news? Never. Yeah, never. Almost yeah. never. Um, so there you go. That's pretty cool. And uh, Clark, or actually Brett brought up that uh, she might be doing the uh, the, the 5K. The milk run with us. Yeah. yeah. Does yep. she even live in Minnesota anymore? Probably not. Yeah. Probably lives in Boston. Lives on the, well, yeah, East Coast to run like Boston and New York Marathon. Yeah. Well, people travel for that. People travel for well, that. They do, I, of yeah. Of course they do, because there's like people from Africa that run in that. They usually win. I'm assuming that's someone who won the Boston Marathon. Yeah, that I'm, that I'm not sure. Um, Brett, our research department, can get on uh, get on top of that and get us an answer. Yeah. Um, this one was interesting. This was from Oregon. Uh, vehicles stopped on a busy Oregon um, drive on a street um, so that drivers could get out and collect an estimated 200,000 thrown out of another driver's window. So if you were driving, you saw just someone throw out piles of cash, would you pull over and, and try to make out like a bandit? Well, I don't know. The money's probably stolen. Is it, yeah, that's actually a good initial thought. I would probably think that too, but this wasn't that the Oregon state police said Colin Davis McCarthy uh, who's 38 years old, threw the cash out of his window on Interstate 5 near mile mar- marker 192. Uh, McCarthy, who was not charged with any crime, told officers he was doing well, and he just wanted to bless others with gifts of money. Wow. Yeah. He threw it out on the road, though? Yeah. <laughs> just probably creating accidents. Yeah. 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 R- ruining lives while trying to save and uh, and help and benefit others. Um, I don't know. If I saw a bunch of people doing it, I'd maybe... I think it's a publicity stunt. Oh, you do? Like so? social media. Yeah, and I would just assume the money is fake. Yeah. No, this I, it was real as far as uh, all this is saying. Okay. This article, yeah. Well, there was that, there's that dude from Minnesota who walks around and just hands people money during Christmas time. That's awesome. I like that. What's his name? Where does he walk around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. <laughs> they call the, him like Santa Claus or something. I don't know. And that's the thing, too. This guy, McCarthy, who wasn't charged with any crime, and when he told the police that he just wanted What? To- Did he even charge him with littering? Well, they, yeah, exactly. But they should have. He just picks money up to pay the fee. Yeah. But uh, when he said that he was just wanted to bless others with gifts of money, he didn't tell officers, however, why he didn't decide to throw the cash around here in Minnesota. What's the deal? Right. Okay, you, you can't drive out of state to do that? Come on. Uh, selfish. That's what I think yeah. that guy is. I got to get something in that I saw that was stupid on uh, social mm-hmm. media where these people are putting taking a piece of paper and in the video I saw, they took their phone charger, like the wall charger, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, if you put this up to this mi- the mirror and you look to the side, you can see the phone charger behind the paper, and people are just, like, fascinated by that. Huh. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Well, well, I don't they're understand. dumb, and they don't know how a mirror works and how your eyes work. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, bunch of dummies out there. That's for sure. Uh, the money is believed to have come from McCarthy's family's shared bank account. Well, I thought you were done. That's why I said that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a little detour. Me it's too. Good. I thought we were done. Yeah, <laughs> You're we're like, done. please, could we be done? <laughs> uh, police warned McCarthy, though, what you were saying. Uh, he could be cited for littering 
or creating a hazard on the highway. Yeah, um, well, and then even if he throws it in a populated area and people start fighting over it, yeah, like someone kills someone for it. What the police should have done is they should have given him a ticket for the exact same amount that he threw out. He just tucks the money into the cop's pocket. Right. Um, the, uh, the police department urged the public not to go searching for money on the highway. They said it's very dangerous and contributes Yeah, they closed to, down the highway. Yep. Yeah. So they could pick it up. That's what I kind of feel like. <laughs> so, uh, Kennedy said officers searched the highway for any leftover cash but couldn't find any. Oh, oh, and he yeah. said as he slammed his trunk to, to shut. As they went to Jiggles. <laughs> went to happy hour at Jiggles. Yeah. Or uh, Slappers. <laughs> uh, this next story comes from... Um, oh, this actually is from California, but we reported on this um, episodes ago. Uh, another Guinness World Record, like we, you know, like I mentioned earlier. Follow right. up. This is oh, a follow up. Yeah, update. we love. Yeah. we love to you know follow these brave souls that go and try to break a Guinness World Record. Right, because we can all consider them brave. The courage. Yes, the courage that it takes. Uh, but a group of 101 skydivers over the age of 60 gathered in California to create formations in midair. <laughs> and break two world records. The Skydivers, over 60 group, um, organized the attempt at Skydive Paris, said the 101 jumpers, 101 jumpers, successfully formed a snowflake formation on their fourth attempt. Uh, The previous record was set by a group of 75 skydivers over the age of 60 in Illinois in 2018. Now, what we reported on earlier was the group previously attempted the record in 2022, but members were unable to perfect the formation before poor weather. And I think it was just one person couldn't get in the line, if I remember oh. correctly. Yeah. Um, but I remember, too, when we covered it, we all just commented, what old losers? Because <laughs> they actually lost and didn't, couldn't do that. Brett didn't yeah. mention it, but the Boston Marathon winner is from Kenya and second place winner is from Tanz- Tanzania. Mm. Yeah. Helen O'Beary. Which, what's the weather there right now? Is that considerably hotter? Must be in Boston. No, where they oh, came in from. Africa. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's probably warm. Those are closer to the equator. So then they come here. Does that give them, uh, you know, an advantage in a way? I don't know. I didn't, well, the Twins were playing Boston uh, the day after uh-huh. Patriots Day, and it was, I think, it was kind of cold out. I think it was maybe in the high forties, low fifties. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe. I'm assuming they're used to this temperature. These people are marath- professional marathon Actually, runners. yeah, I think yeah. they do because they, I think they train in Colorado too, don't they? I thought I've heard Maybe. that. Why? Because yeah, of the them. elevation? Yeah, yeah. Yep, that for sure and probably the temperature. Um, but there you go. So that these skydivers, they broke a second record the next day when 95 skydivers completed a sequential formation which involved the participants changing their formation in the middle of a free fall. Um, wow. So, Would so you skydive? I want Did we to talk about this before. I think oh, okay. that's on my, I don't really have a like set in stone bucket list, but that's one of the ones I want to do for sure. Would you do it? If I was like 95 years old, I'd do it. And then like, as I'm about to jump out, I take my parachute off and just <laughs> jump. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. <laughs> that got dark. Clark, <laughs> Clark, dark Clark right dark there. Clark. I'm 95. Um, so uh, the organizer of the skydiving team, his name's Dan Brodsky. Total bro. Broski. Broski. Um, he's, uh, he's the organizer of the skydiving team. He said records from the event are being submitted to the Guinness World Records for official certification. Guinness said when reached for comment that they're going for their own world record of denying these old farts into the world records for as long as they can. So there you go. Wow. There you go. Cold-blooded. 
cold-blooded. All right, from there, let's do uh, TV. Let's do some TV reviews of the week. What have you guys been watching? I'll start with Dave. So Dave came back. Um, new episodes have been running. Right, yeah. The fourth episode of Dave I watched this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Did yeah. it just drop this morning and you watched it? Well, last night it did, oh, okay. but then Hulu runs it the next day. Um, I don't know. What do you think of the new season of Dave? I feel like it's more of the Never same. Never watched it. Yeah. Right. I think it's the same tricks, same tricks. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's more of the same. Nothing great. Is yeah. that worth watching? Should I watch that? It is, but I felt like season two was getting surreal and nuts. And yeah. then I was like, I want to see more of that. Like the last few episodes, how they did it. Yeah. Uh, but they haven't returned to that yet. And it's just gotten back to kind of rom-com stuff a little bit. Um, dealing with how, you know, personal heartbreak that he's had in the past growing up. Um, like the, uh, I don't know if you saw the episode of the, his girlfriend that he took to prom. And that whole, which has to recreate it. Oh, right. The music video. Yeah, the music video. Yeah. And she was like, oh, but you did this. You didn't yeah. do this. And then at the end, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It was his fault, too. Right, exactly. You know? Which it always is. Right. Your memory just kind of, you know, gets skewed over time. It's very granola, very basic, very rom-com, like, yeah. callback stuff to same gimmicks, same tricks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully they, they change it around um, because I love the show and I think he's super funny. So yeah, we'll see. What else are you guys watching? I am not. Did we talk about Succession last week or not? No. Yes. I think we talk about it every week. Okay. Oh, and that last week was the big spoiler, right? That we did. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not watching that anymore. Because oh, of that? Spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> but I did pivot to. You shouldn't give you up, gave on, up it. on it for that spoiler. You shouldn't give up on it. Yeah. Clark spoiled it in a text thread. and (laughs) Like, why are people... Like, people get off on that shit. Like, the people who spoil that probably don't even watch the show. They just get off on spoiling shows. Yeah. I know. There's some podcasts that do that every week. And I'm like, (laughs) come on. Come on. What show would do that? I don't know. I watched uh, the first three episodes of the show Beef, Mm. which Mm -hmm. is on Netflix. I love Beef. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. I recommend that show. I'm on episode eight. Oh, you're uh, much farther ahead of me. I'm only done with three. Um, the acting's great. I love Stephen Young. That's yeah, he's part awesome. of the reason why I watched it. And Ali Wong, she's, yeah, she's great. Good. Like a really good actress. Like they're, they're. I mean, the acting from everybody is so yeah, top notch. Yeah, and it gets into some really dark, crazy. Well, it got dark right away. For yeah, right away. I mean, there's the road rage incident, and then that kind of kicks everything off. I, I I'll be honest. Road rage is what scares me so much right now. Like, you, do you know anything about this, Brett? No, I don't. Okay, so Stephen Young goes to like a hardware store to return some stuff. And he doesn't have the receipt. And I, I was kind of like confused by that because I thought he was trying to do like what they do in the movie Garden State where they st- stole stuff and they're returning it mm-hmm. to get like money back. Yeah. But that's not, the, that's not what the case was. But he goes to leave and as he's backing out, this 
fancy SUV. Is it a Mercedes or something like that? Mm-hmm. Just like flies by and he's like, shit. And then they honk, they wail on their horn and flip him off. Oh, wow. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's Ali Wong driving. And so he, Stephen Young, starts chasing her like along residential roads and they're like cut, cutting through traffic and nearly getting in accidents. Yeah. And uh, then like she runs over like some someone's flowers or Flower something. Garden, yeah. So it gets on like a on like a ring doorbell cam. So there's footage of it. But, yeah. Did then, she take a long turn at all in that car <laughs> car chase? And uh, yeah. So then now they're feuding oh. and they're doing like pranks mm-hmm. and stuff to each other. Oh, that's what the beef is. They yeah, got beef. They got the each beef. other. Yeah. 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 But it's also about like they're they both they hate their lives oh. and this didn't help any anything just added like they were like a stick of dynamite and this like lit the fuse exactly. but now they have something to live for and they kind of fall in love with each other is that what happens <laughs> it's almost feeling like they could because maybe that's what it, and i don't I, want to spoil anything is that yeah. my prediction that's my brett's it, prediction it's well you're prediction. you're on the kind of the right track i guess um but road rage itself like i am whenever i drive and someone like you know, cuts me off yeah. or just does this. I no longer, like, I feel like a younger Matt would have been more like, you know, oh, maybe I, you know, flip him the bird or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big, I don't do anything. Yeah. I just, Put it on cruise control. I just get pissed him. off and <laughs> just move on because I don't want yes. it. Because I, I, I was with my dad and mm-hmm. we were driving through a parking lot and a guy cut right through and my dad wailed on the arm like, you guys stop doing that. The guy turned around and yeah. confronted us. Yeah. It's nuts, and you don't know what's going to set somebody off. And I remember, I think we've talked about this off air, but I remember when I was overseas traveling for college, and I was like uh, listening to a stream of the KQ Morning Show, and I feel like they had a guest on. Mm. This is what I remember. And he was talking um, either from prison or he had just gotten out of prison, but he talked about how he was in Anoka, I believe, and some guy cut him off. And then he drove up and he had his like icy or, you know, some kind of drink. Yeah. And he drove up next to the guy and he was full of rage and he just drove up and threw the icy at the, you know, at the car. Yeah. Hit the windshield. Well, that's what happens in beef. Yeah. She throws like a. Yeah, exactly. That's what made me. Protein shake or whatever. Yeah. It just covers it. That's what reminded me of it. And, uh, and he, the, I don't know who it was in that vehicle that got the icy thrown at him. But they crashed, and someone in that vehicle died. Oh, wow. The other person got, um, what is it, like accidental manslaughter? Yeah. Vehicular manslaughter. manslaughter. There you go, yeah. Um, And then so had to go and do some time. But that's crazy. Well, there was an incident, too, in Minnesota recently where a guy was driving with his son in the car, and they supposedly, like, cut this car off, and they shot at the car and killed the guy driving. Mm. That's insane. That sounds a little different than a, a smoothie throwing a smoothie. Well, yeah, at I mean they didn't throw us; they threw bullets <laughs> I don't want to be the gun. You, you know, we're not. Well, I just mean <laughs> they killed the person. I don't. <laughs> um, but there you go. Check but, out beef. Well, beef got uh, beef's getting a little blowback because it's got yeah. David Cho in it, and he's yeah, getting like tooed or something. Yeah, you know, like a podcast where he made up a story, but people thought it was real. Was it a made-up story? Was that's it what like he claims? It? Okay, because maybe he was trying to sound cool. I don't know. I'm not. I don't really. I only know who David Cho is because he got lucky and he did like some art for Zuckerberg before Facebook was huge and he took the stock option and then became like an overnight millionaire. I don't want to like, you know, speak out of turn totally, but I, he was on a Joe Rogan 
podcast like recently, like a week ago, maybe two and a half weeks ago. To promote the show? To promote beef, yeah. And I had it on while I was making uh, dinner. So I was just kind of listening. But it sounded like when he was talking about dating with Joe, not dating Joe, but when he was talking about when he was dating. He <laughs> they make said, such a cute couple. They would. He said that dating was no longer fun for him because he like cracked the code. Is what I thought it sounded like he said, and that he knew like what joke Sounds to say. Like such a douche. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Code. But he's so rich that he probably thinks he can get away with being a douchebag. And it sounded so sociopathic too. And I was like, is that? And I, and I, I was like, I should rewind that and see if that's actually what he said. But then I forgot and, no. and moved on to something else that I cared about. But, um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, there you go. So check out Beef. Um, Barry's back. So Barry's back. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw the um, promotional. On- yeah. HBO, right? Yes. Is it on HBO? It is on HBO. I'm stoked. I'm going to get back into that next week. Yeah, Let's I got chat about it. I've only watched the first season. I need to watch the other ones. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All, oh, yeah. And I feel he like... He doesn't die. Or does he? Does he? Maybe that's a big twist. Uh, but the second season is really good. I feel like actually the first season is the least good. It's good, but it's yeah. the least good. Oh, it's um, even, it gets even better? Yeah. Yeah, there's some oh, really, okay. really good stuff. So there you go. Check that out. And Succession. So we mentioned that at the top of the segment. Um, and I was kind of wary of how it was going to be after Logan Roy died. But this first episode back, it's it's still got some venom to it. Ooh. And they're starting to take out the main characters because now Logan Roy can't defend anybody. Yeah. And so so it looks like it's leading up to a lot of people are going to get axed. Whacked. And there you go. Axed and whacked. Axed and whacked. Axed and whacked. Um, so there you go. Oh, and then also I watched uh, the show Dear Edward uh, with Paige, an Apple TV Plus show. And we finished the show. Pretty depressing. It's about one boy who survives a plane crash and him, young boy, like uh, I think junior high, high school, I think junior high. And he's got to live with that being the one survivor and it's super depressing because he can't get over it and so every week he's acting out because of this trauma yeah it's very similar to an old holly book that he wrote yeah where it's oh yeah a boy and then one this guy live they're the only survivors of a plane crash Mm -hmm. and the boy is like from a family that's wealthy and uh the the guy was just like some nobody who just jumped on the plane to fly home from Martha's Vineyard or whatever. I don't know. I read it a couple of years ago, and I think they were supposed to make it into a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be so similar to that show. Right. Well, um, it was it was tough to watch like a ton. Like, it just has survivor's guilt. Yep, it's a hard one to binge because it's pretty depressing. But then uh, uh, we finally finished it a couple of days ago, and then the next day found out Apple TV Plus canceled it <laughs> after uh... one season. So there you go. That's canceled. Well, how do they determine that? I don't know. And uh, someone mentioned if Apple TV canceled it, that means it can't be. Yeah, right. Can't, Why are they the lowest of the low? That was, that's what this commenter was saying. Uh, but I'll tell you what's not canceled. This commentator you? Nope. It's uh, Brett Sachs. Uh, but I'll tell you what's not canceled, and that's not good. So thanks for checking out another episode of that. And I uh, also want to mention, so, uh, you know, we got some big stuff coming up. But friend of the show, Tom Chilstrom, great comedian. We want to talk about his show he'll be doing on Friday. And Brett, you know the specifics and the details of Mr. Tom Shilstrom. He's hilarious. And we want to get him on the show as quick as we can, too, maybe in the next few weeks. Um, but, yeah, great yeah, guy. Best we friend grew up Tom. With him. He's our best friend, Tom. Mm-hmm. There was a band named after him uh, in high school. 
Uh, let me pull up the details right now. Sorry, yes. I'm a little uh, You didn't even have that. this ready, and you even gave Matt a cue <laughs> to mention it. So yes, it's a it's a it's a show this Friday tomorrow, April twenty first. Yep. Uh, in Coon Rapids at the North Bar and Grill. It's free. Nice. Starts at nine thirty. Great price. PM, not AM. Don't get that one confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tom will be there, and it's uh, also brought to you by comedian and musician Travis Cole. Well, there you go. We don't. Ind- I don't know him. We don't promote him. So go see Tom. <laughs> Travis, well, we, maybe you're okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's good. If the you, jury's still out. If yeah. uh, if Tom's with him, then I think he's got to be pretty good. Uh, but definitely check out Tom. His comedy's great. I've seen him live. Yeah. Um, big fan. Um, so yeah, check that out. And also, new episodes of Ghost Hunters are airing now. And actually, while we're live streaming, the new episode's airing right now. Oh, wow. Which is the Hoover Dam episode. So check that out. That's the third episode of this new season. So you got three to check out. Um, yeah, and special thanks to Nalo, of course, and uh-huh. the Unis for great music Yep. Uh, this week and every week. And we'll see you guys in a week. Brett, thank you. Thank you. Clark, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we'll see you guys in a week. I love you. Bye.